From the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida, this is the Diz Unplugged. Welcome to the Diz Unplugged Roundtable Discussion for the week of January 2nd, 2012. From Orlando, Florida, I'm your host, Pete Werner, joined at the table this week by my good friends, Corey Martin, Julie Martin, Kevin Close, and John Magi, Dustin West, back on the controls. In this episode, Kevin and John are going to tell us about their recent dinner at Monsieur Paul, the new restaurant that has replaced a Bistro de Paris at the France Pavilion in Epcot. Very interested to hear about this. I was excited and had some trepidation going in. We loved Bistro. So it was one of those things that I was fearful that they had messed with something that was so good and so unknown that you could always get a reservation. Mm-hmm. Uh, not a lot has changed about the way you check in. There's still the podium downstairs behind Chefs de France. They still have the Tower of Terror elevator if you're in a wheelchair. <laughs> Uh, there's still the stairways up or stairway up to the top. The big difference upstairs is that they have warmed up the color a bit, the white and navy color that was kind of stark. And I just think it's important just for those who may not be familiar to point out that there are two restaurants in France. There is, uh, uh, Le Chef de France, which is the one you see when you're walking around. Bistro de Paris is actually, or I'm sorry, Monsieur Paul is upstairs, uh, the entrance being behind uh, Chefs de France. Back by the patisserie. Yeah, right. if you don't know it's there, you, you miss it. Right. Exactly. Very and easy I to miss. I think that's kind of what it was. I think a lot mm-hmm. of people didn't even know it was there. I mean, when we started talking about it, people were shocked that there was even a restaurant up there. Yeah. Uh, they have warmed up the color a bit. Instead of the stark white walls and the blue carpeting, it's kind of a cream and earth tone. Now... We had a server who was in his beginning stages of working here, and for the first time that we've ever eaten there, there was a little bit of a language barrier. He was charming and sweet, but a lot of times five of us sat at the table, and he would continue talking, and one of us would look at the other and say, do you have any idea what he's talking about? So there was a lot of not sure what was going on. The walls... And the windows are completely bare. There's no artwork on the walls. There's no curtains on the window. There is woodwork around the window. And I said to the waiter, I said to the server, is this just because you've rushed to open? Are there going to be um, drapes? Are there going to be curtains? Is there going to be artwork? And I don't know what he said. (laughs) Awesome. Um, He didn't know what I meant. I didn't know what he meant. And to be honest with you, we weren't, we were trying to just sort of move this along in the right way. I cannot believe that Disney's not going to warm this space up a little it bit. It felt like it was missing these things and they were waiting for the paint to dry. Right. Type of thing. It looked like they I were mean, still okay. uh, Yeah, I'm looking at an old photo from uh, from Bistro and I see they had the, the drapes. Right. Yeah. And there's none of that. And it looks very bare. It looks like you're in a, we ate in a restaurant that wasn't complete. Hmm. So I can't believe that they're not going to, maybe the art didn't arrive. Maybe they ran out of nails. I don't know what their story is, but it's not. A, <laughs> Do you think least, the, the, the drapes is because of the view of illuminations? But no. See, no, because the drapes before didn't cover the window. They were right. sheer. And okay. I've got to be honest with you. Unless you're sitting directly 
in front Those of windows that are window. small. Right. Unless you're sitting directly, your table is directly in front of that window. You don't really have a mm-hmm. view. That was one of the things that I found so charming about the restaurant is because you looked out and you saw treetops. So, and the only reference to Disney in, in the restaurant, at least the way it used to be, was that the servers wore Disney name tags. Mm-hmm. But other than that, there was no Mickey, there was no Minnie, there was no... um, It was a weird escape. Right. You were eating inside Epcot, but there was really no reference to what was outside. You were in France. Mm -hmm. Now, the other thing is the wait staff is, quote-unquote, more casual. Oh. So they are still in a suit and tie. No, black pants and a white shirt and a tie. Oh, okay. The The, the sommelier and the maitre d' were in a suit, but it, it was white shirt and black pants. I miss the tuxedos. And I'm not usually, I don't usually care what the person carrying the food is wearing. They could, you know, have on a tank top and shorts. Just bring me my dinner. Oh, no. No this armpit was, hair should be exposed. You're serving <laughs> food. <laughs> I thought, I, I missed the tuxedos. I thought that sort of, I don't want to say formality, but that, that touch was missing as far as I'm concerned. So please don't judge this based on the decor. I don't think it's done. But, as I said, he explained something to me in French, and I have no idea what he was talking about. Uh, they have done something to the menu, which is a little outrageous, in my opinion. First of all, they've limited it to five entrees. And the entrees range in price from $38 to $43. There's a red snapper in it with potato scales, uh, seared scallops with a black truffle spaghettini. Roasted free-range chicken breast with carrots and asparagus, a roasted duck breast with oriental spices, and a grilled beef tenderloin with mushroom crust. Those are your five choices as far as an entree. Now, there are also uh, six appetizers, and this is, I think, what's going to send most people away from Mr. Paul. The appetizers range in price from $14 to $29. Oof. And the $29 is? A bowl of soup. No, mm. come on. What's in the soup? What? <laughs> There's um, actually two appetizers that are $29. Uh, one is soup with truffles, mm. and the other one is main lobster, vegetable bernoise, and crustacean bisque. So the lobster, lobster bisque, bisque is $30. 29 bucks. The $14 is a salad, Monsieur Paul. It's a... They're her version of a house salad. However, it looks nothing like a salad. It's little piles of stuff on a plate. And because it's not meat and potatoes, it's a salad kind of thing. Right. All right. That being said, let me give you the overall view. The food's spectacular. The food, the quality hasn't changed. The serving sizes haven't gotten smaller. They have rearranged this menu that it's pretty, pretty expensive. Anything with escargot on it? Yep. There's the escargot ravioli. One but it's our, ravioli. It's not. It's not escargot any longer. It's not the actual. However, not the brioche. S- when we sat down, we were given an amuse bouche, and it was an escargot and a puff pastry, and that was complimentary from the chef. So it is there. I can't promise that's going to be the same every time. The bread was good, just as it always was. Uh, appetizers are escargot ravioli with escargot ravioli with cream of parsley. Lightly cooked marinated salmon bellinis with cucumber salad. Um, uh, that's 17. The escargot is 16. Uh, uh, Mussel soup with saffron is 15. The salad was 14. The uh, beef broth, oxtail vegetables, black winter truffle, and puff pastry. Now, 
I'm not going to be able to do this justice for people who are listening, but this is a good-sized bowl of soup, and I don't know how they do it, but they have a perfectly round puff pastry ball on top of it that's attached to the edge of the soup bowl, Hmm. and it kind of is um, sliced or cut, so when it bakes, it kind of looks like the Epcot ball. That's cool. I I decided I had to have the $29 soup. You have to. I thought, (laughs) how could you not have the $29 soup? And it was excellent. It was really, it was a black truffle soup. Did you lick the bowl? I would have if I could have got my tongue in there. (laughs) Was it worth $30? It was not worth $30. No soup is worth $29. But I will say this. Let me just say this. Um, Heather got the salmon. And the salmon was almost an entree-sized portion. It was a good size. So the appetizers are big. Someone got the ravioli. It was a good-sized portion of ravioli. I had the $14 salad, and it was delicious. It was dry-aged ham, braised leeks, Parmesan crisp, and celery cream. That sounds good. With some greens. It was really good, but it's $14. Yeah. But I still say the appetizers were surprising in how big they were. They were. Uh, John... Got John and Heather got the duck. Michael Bowling got the red snapper and potato scales. It's a beautiful presentation. It's a piece of fish, and they take potato and lay it over it so it looks like the scales are there, and then broil it. Wow. It's incredible. And it comes in a rosemary sauce with braised fennel. And I said to him, they were going to take our bread away. I said, you're going to want to hang on to one of those rolls. And he looked at me. He said, I've had enough bread. I said, please tell me. Please just do me a favor. Hang on to one of the rolls. After his fish was gone, I saw Michael reach for the roll, even though he was hungry, full, and start r- wiping up that uh, rosemary sauce. That's an absolutely beautiful entree. One thing that, that stood out with Bistro was the presentation, like you said. Yeah. It, when, it, when it comes, you just want to stare at it and take it all in yeah. before you dig in. And it smells well, so good. Well, this is, this is the kind of restaurant, I think, it's important that people understand this is more than a meal. This is an experience. Exactly. This is not, you know, I'm going to a nice restaurant. This is, I'm going to have a culinary experience. I would not go in there if you have a fast pass for Soren. No. This is not a fast No. Thing. Shouldn't be. No. Uh, as I said, John and Heather had the duck and Carol Bowling had the grilled beef tenderloin. If you've ever had that before, it's served with mushroom sauce and mashed potatoes, and it's wrapped in bacon, and it's got Bordelais sauce, and it's just incredible. I had what thrilled me. I had a meal that thrilled me. I had the scallops with black truffle spaghettini uh, with a rum cream emulsion. That's a really nice word for foam. I'm sorry. People have to stop with the foam. The foam has to go. It's over. It that and the skid mark on the plate. It's been done. I know you've got a paintbrush in the kitchen. Stop. It's overused. This was spaghetti with shaved black truffles on it. And then I had a rum emulsion. It had a sauce on it and a rum emulsion foam around it with six good size, beautifully prepared black scallops in the top of it. Black it scallops. was, I'm sorry, with scallops with black truffles, seared scallops. It was $42. It's a, a, a large amount for a dinner entree. It was worth every penny. Absolutely incredible. Uh, now, was that a filling meal? When, when, when I think of scallops as an entree, it, I, I don't know. I don't know if I can ever get full off a of scallop. Also, oh, it's on pasta. It was on a bowl. Filling. It was on a bit of pasta. So, and the pasta had black truffle oil and black truffles in it. So it was, it was a hearty, rich meal. Now, Mr. Paul also offers a fixed price menu. That'll, it's $89 a person. 
That allows you a choice of two appetizers, two entrees, I'm sorry, or three entrees. Wait, let me do it again. Two appetizers or the um, soup. Either soup is in there. It includes two entrees, uh, the filet of beef or the herb-crusted rack of lamb, and it includes dessert. Now, dessert was also kind of pricey. Dessert is $13 per dessert. Mm -hmm. So if you start adding those up, you know, you've got a $42 entree and a $30 appetizer. You're up to $72 and $13 for dessert. You're up to your... You're up to 90 bucks. Now, if you use the fixed price menu, it is, um, sorry, excuse me, it is available on the dining plans. However, if you're on the regular Disney dining plan, it is two entitlements plus $30.50. Wow. So if you're eating there on the dining plan, you're going to lose two credits and they're going to charge you 31 bucks extra. Wow. If you're on the deluxe platinum, um, I'm sorry, the deluxe premium or platinum dining plan, it's still two dining credits plus fourteen fifty. Hmm. So That's an interesting way to gauge what they're worth. Right. So that's where we left it. It was our meal lasted uh did you do dessert yet? No, not yet. Our meal lasted a couple of hours. Um I really hate Disney's dining the way they do their dining reservations. I understand that you can do them online today. There's absolutely no gray area. Let me explain to you what happened. We were invited to dinner by two people, and then another person invited us to dinner. So we had a reservation for four and a reservation for three. I had agreed to both. Same night. Didn't even think. At the exact, pretty much the same time. They were a half hour apart. But all the people knew each other. So I called the Disney and said, listen, we have a table for four and a table for three. We just want to combine them and make one table for five because we're on both reservations. And one table for seven. No, there no. was three people on one. But John and I Four were the same in yeah. both yeah. reservations. Right. Oh, I see. So five I see. people total. Right. So there were really only five of us. Well, there are no tables for five. I said, well, I know that because we have two tables, a four-top and a three-top. And you know there aren't any three-tops, right? It's rare to find a table for three. So you've got two tables of four. All we want to do is give one of them up so someone else can eat there and make a table for five. We went through a hotel concierge who couldn't do it. We went through the Disney dining plan who couldn't do it. However, if you walk up to the podium and you're nice and polite, it was not an issue at all. Exactly. So, it, But it, because of the hard and fast rules that they have in their computer system... Right. They just don't. It's like when you're trying to get that table for two and all there are tables for four. If you walk up to the podium, any restaurant is going to give you a table for four if you're there. Mm -hmm. And it's an empty table. This was not the case with the Disney dining plan. and It's vexed me for years. And I used to know a way around it, but that doesn't even work anymore. Because now you have to leave a credit card. And if you cancel, you get you charge for it. I would still say Monsieur Paul is an amazing dining experience. I would say the price has gone up. In some ways, I would also say that you have far less uh, choices than you used to have. But, and there's no pictures on the wall. But the food is still spectacular. I would assume since we've eaten there that this has changed or after the first of the year, the, whatever the artwork is shipped or whatever, it will be back to normal. Desserts are $13 a piece. You have your choice of warm chocolate and almond cake with praline ice cream, a warm Grand Marnier souffle, Vanilla ice cream and raspberry sorbet, sorbet in a meringue. 
berries napoleon with light lemon cream, three chocolate cake, and creme caramel served with a sea salt ice cream. Now, I love sea salt. Creme caramel is basically panna cotta. I was very disappointed to find this out. I didn't know this. I got a thing of jiggly vanilla pudding. Ew. Wasn't happy with it. However, the three chocolate cake was a huge hit, and the vanilla or the berries in a light cream, light lemon cream with strawberry sorbet, it was also a huge hit. So the desserts were all good. Again, these are not, these are not. You know, let's whip through this. This is not a Mickey bar that you see. This is a meal. This is a dining destination. I would leave yourself a couple of hours. I would take your time. I would savor the ambiance when it gets here, and all of the. The different courses. And as I said, John thought the $30 soup was good. Oh, it sounds delicious. I mean, I'm glad to hear that it hasn't gone downhill. Yeah, me too. That's always my my fear when a restaurant That they're going to dumb down the menu. They haven't dumbed down the menu. But we'll see what happens to it. It it was, we were there shortly after it opened. It was just after the podcast cruise we went there. So that tells you about how long ago it was. This is also one of those locations where they change the menu often. Might, they might not just completely overhaul it, but they, you know, may, maybe next month you might go there and see see different appetizers. There's a couple there. of things on here. The the fish with the potato scales. That's a holdover from uh, Bistro. The mushroom crusted fillet with the bacon. That's also a holdover. The other ones, I think you're right. I think there's some difference. I would expect that. Sort of like certain restaurants never let go of that one or two dish that people have come yeah. to love and expect. I would assume that that's the case with this. I was really hoping for a risotto dish. Mm. Maybe. You don't know. Someday. I mean, could be. Now, there were children in there. However, I didn't get a children's menu. Uh, when, I used to, when we used to go to Bistro, it was rare to see kids in there. It might be the time of year. It might be the fact that there was a lot of people in town. There were kids in the restaurant. The restaurant was actually kind of crowded. Hmm. More crowded than we've ever yeah. seen it before. Bistro was usually empty. Almost every table was taken up, and I think it was because it was a new opening. Mm. People were excited to go and, and try it out. Now, they sat us at a table for four with a uh, chair on the end of the table, which worked out just fine. However, they came over once we had all been seated and gotten drinks and told us that a uh, cancellation had come up and they had a larger round table, and they were quite willing to move everything for us. We, nice. We let them know that we were quite comfortable where we were and had settled in and were fine to give that table to someone else. Awesome. Cool. Sounds like a great, great meal. Can't wait to try it out. I would definitely recommend, especially if you liked Bistro. I think I don't think you'll be disappointed. Oh, yeah. It's my, my favorite. Love it. Thanks to, thanks to you. Thanks. I, had just, I never would think about it until you started doing the reviews and talking about it. So. It's really good. All right. Well, thank you very much, John and Kevin. That will do it for this episode. We hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back with you again next time with another edition of the Diz Unplugged. Thanks for being with us, everybody. And remember, stay out of the damn lakes.